Welcome to the Public Health Joy Podcast, the safe space for real and honest conversations about what it takes to transform public health research into life-changing solutions for our communities. I'm your host, Dr. Joy, a public health researcher, PhD survivor, and entrepreneur. In today's episode, I'm sharing how we are preparing for exponential growth in the new year and what you can expect from season three of the podcast. This is the joyride you've been waiting for. Join us as we revolutionize public health through research done with, for, and by our communities. Together, let's create our public health joy. I am so glad you are here to join me for season three of the Public Health Joy podcast. I mean, I can't even believe that it is 2024. If you've been with me for a while, or even if this is the first time we're having an opportunity to meet, I want you to know that I've been on this public health journey for a long time. I have shifted and transitioned from believing I was going to be a medical doctor to finding my love in research to navigating the challenges of grad school to surviving my PhD, stepping out into the entrepreneurship world and becoming a podcaster. I created this podcast so we could share creative and innovative approaches to public health research and the relationships we build along the way that bring us joy. Now, let me tell you something. This journey ain't been easy now, but what I've come to learn and understand is that even though the journey may be difficult, we have different seasons along the way, right? We have different seasons for different points in our lives. And we have to start spending the time to really understand what type of season we are in. So when I first started the podcast in the first season, I was fumbling a lot. I had no idea what I was doing. I was in a season of figuring things out. In the second season of the podcast, that was my season of intentionality. I was a lot more intentional about what I wanted to accomplish with the podcast, the stories I wanted to share, and how I could build a relationship with you. We saw some amazing positive impact from season two, but now we are in season three and I'm ready for us to level up. And I'm not just talking about in the podcast. For me, I am also in a new season of my personal life and my professional life and even in my spiritual life. You may be too. I have been in a season or what I like to call a spirit of reflection for the past few weeks at the end of 2023 and moving into 2024. 
I was able to really take some time off. And I mean, I have been working my behind off for the past three to four years since I started my public health research consulting business. And I haven't really taken a break. And that's been one of my goals for 2024 is to focus more on my own self-care and rest. And so I decided that for the holiday break, I really wanted to focus on myself and step away from the business for just a little bit. That means not checking emails all day during the holiday break, not working on projects, not getting overwhelmed as the work stacks up and knowing it's going to be okay. I wanted to spend time and enjoy my family and friends and really be present with who I am in this moment. I wanted to take time to focus on what is it that I want to experience in the new year and what are the lessons that I need to take with me from previous seasons in my life and into my next season. Now you've got some people who talk about their new year's resolution, right? That is not me. But if that's you, do you boo, I ain't mad at you, okay? You also have people who have their words of the year, right? A word that inspires them, that motivates them, that encourages them in the new year. Maybe that's you. It's like setting an intention by selecting a word that speaks life into what your year is going to be. Now, that's more my speed. So a few months ago, I was thinking about where I was in my business, in my public health career, and in my life. All the things that have been going on. And I will say 2023, I did not have a specific word, but if I could sum up 2023 in one word, it would be transition. I have been in a constant state of transition in terms of what I want my business to look like, how I want to show up in the world, how I want to show up in public health and even transitioning roles in my family. And we know change is inevitable, right? But transition can be very difficult and even painful at times. But what transitioning allows us to do is to experience growth. And one of the things that I wanted to focus on in 2024 across all dimensions, meaning personal, professional, financial, spiritual, social, emotional, and mental, is not just any type of growth, but exponential growth. What I mean by that is we can experience all types of growth. It can show up in different ways. Some growth happens really fast, right off the bat. Some growth happens consistently and slowly over time. And sometimes when you are growing slow and steady, 
you don't even feel like you are moving forward or progressing. But sometimes you get a little mix of both. So I want to tell you a little bit of a story, right? So I live in Mississippi. If you've been hanging around a while, you already know this. But when I was in high school, my best friend's mom had grown this little lemon tree from the seed of a lemon. I think that maybe she bought at the supermarket and she gave my mom a little piece of this lemon tree. So my mom planted it right in our yard on the side of the house. Now that lemon tree, as small as it was, probably five inches or shorter when we got it, it was, it was just a little twig. Well, over the years, that lemon tree grew slow and steady. It got taller, it grew more leaves, it grew more branches, grew thicker roots, it grew a thicker tree trunk. It even acted as a shelter for birds because they would always build a bird's nest every year. And we got to watch those baby birds grow and learn to fly. So it was an incubator for life. But let me tell you something, that doggone tree, as much as it had grown, we never saw a lemon on that tree. And in case you didn't know, we don't really grow tree lemon trees in Mississippi. That's not a thing for us. But I mean, you know, what's the point of having a lemon tree if it ain't got no lemons on it? I think at some point we just believed maybe it just doesn't bear fruit or it doesn't bear the fruit that we expected. And that's fine. We still enjoy the growth that it has had. We just have to accept the fact that it doesn't produce lemons. Well, that was until about 10 years later. We saw this little flower, this little bloom on the lemon tree. And there was this little green ball that popped up. And that green ball turned into a shriveled up little yellow ball that I suppose you could call a lemon. We were excited, right? It was a new form of growth. And now we knew that the lemon tree was actually capable of producing lemons. The months went on by and then we noticed that that lemon tree was now covered in blooms. We had no idea what that meant. It was something that we had not experienced. I mean, we had never grown a lemon tree before. But we soon found out that a whole lot of blooms means a whole lot of lemons. And that year we went from zero lemons to one little scrawny lemon to nearly a thousand lemons, literally. We had so many lemons from that one tree, we were up to our necks and running out of our ears. I mean, lemons everywhere. And what we experienced was the power of exponential growth. For me, I have been putting in the work over the past three to four years in my public health research consulting business. I have been growing slow and steady. I have seen some amazing positives, but I haven't quite seen that fruit that I want to see. 
I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in my bank account. I don't have tons of clients. I do have some significant work that I have done and I'm proud of what I have done. But I will say it has been slow and steady. But what I appreciate about this type of growth, this slow and steady growth, is that I have really been able to take the time to figure out what works and what doesn't work. I have time to make the tweaks and the adjustments. I have the time and the energy to realign myself with what makes sense. So going slow and steady has been super beneficial for my business as well as for what I do as a public health researcher and my personal growth. However, much like that lemon tree, I am at the point where I am saying I want to have exponential growth. Exponential meaning I want to grow at a faster pace than what I have been growing because I feel like I put in the work to lay the foundation to be ready for that type of growth and finally bear the fruit that I have been expecting. But here's the thing. You always hear people say, you gotta be careful about what you ask for because you might just get it, right? And that's one of the things that I want to be cautious about because I don't want to ask for the exponential growth and then I'm unprepared for the exponential growth. That lemon tree has spent years making sure that it could support the type of growth that was to come. You can't have thousands of lemons on a weak tree. It would not be able to hold the weight. That tree had to be able to adjust to new soil, changing weather, such as extreme heat. It gets hot down here now. Long droughts or even a bone chilling freeze. On top of that, it had to be able to soak up the right nutrients. And if you remember ninth grade or high school biology, it had to do a little something called photosynthesis all the time. It had to adjust to changing conditions and seasons. It had to learn and know its environment and grow in a way to support the exponential growth that was to come. So what I am focusing on in this season of my life is really paying attention to those lessons that I have learned and spent time figuring out. How can I use what I have done this thus far in my 18 years of experience in research and working in my business over the past three to four years? How can I use that to help me to prepare myself for the growth that is to come? And when you think about public health research and community engagement and what that means and what that looks like, we really need to begin taking that same approach in our work. In public health, we are all about seeing positive change, right? But that change does not always happen as 
fast as we would like to see it. And sometimes that's a good thing, right? We have to spend a lot of time overcoming challenges and laying the foundation in order to bear the fruit we are expecting. In public health and in our communities, it is time for our exponential growth. There is no question. We have been out here doing the work, slow and steady, but we've been doing it. But we have to make sure that we are able to support the weight of the fruit that is coming. Because what we don't want to happen is we do not want to have an exponential decline, especially after we have put in all the work to lay that foundation. Because what happens is then we put our communities at risk of suffering and relationships are destroyed because we were not ready. So that means we need a plan. Now, I consider myself a visionary because I can imagine big things for the future. But what makes me different is I don't just see the vision. I can also create strategies and execute the steps it takes to make that vision a reality. In my personal life, in my education, in my research, and most definitely in my business, it all comes down to setting those expectations and then understanding how do I create a doable plan to achieve the right results and bear your expected fruit. My vision is to improve the future of public health research by creating sustainable solutions that lead to healthier communities, prevention of poor health outcomes, and health equity. So I'm going to ask you a question. What is your vision? Or what is your community's vision? What is the fruit that you want to see as a result of the work you've done thus far? And where do you want to go? Now, no matter what your answer is, we need to be sure that we set our expectations and we need a plan to get there. Based on my experience, I've learned that there are three things required if you want to grow your community engagement, if you want to grow your research, if you want to grow your public health initiative, if you want to grow your public health program, if you want to grow your impact. This is what you really need to focus on. This is the plan. Number one is preparation. Malcolm X said, the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. You need to make sure that you are getting prepared for this exponential growth. That means understand what does preparation mean for you and what does that mean for your community? If you were to achieve the vision that you have set What do you need to have in place to support it and make it sustainable? 
We have to be able to keep the end in mind from the very beginning by preparing for our expectations that will become a reality. Even if it takes a while to get there. If your vision is to reduce the black maternal mortality rate by ensuring every black woman in your community has access to a doula and birthing resources, what do you need to sustainably support that reality? That means you have to prepare in a way that you can successfully execute the steps it will take to achieve that reality. Number two is discernment. Now, that can be a tricky one. I Look, I know in research, we are all about the facts, the evidence, the p-values, right? But when we are talking about community engagement, the p-values can't compare to lived experience. What do we do when the numbers don't align with what the community is telling us? We have to use a level of discernment and wisdom, tapping into our instincts and actively listening. And there will be times when our community-engaged research will lead us in the opposite direction of everything that textbook has taught us. And in those moments, we have to use a level of discernment to make sure that we are prioritizing the strengths and needs of our communities and not our own agenda as researchers. Now, number three is reflection. We need to be able to set aside time for consistent reflection and evaluation of our practices and the impact, both intentional and unintentional. It is only when we do this that we can adjust and shift and understand the changing seasons that may lead us down a different path. This reflection process needs to be both individual and collective. We need to be constantly checking in with our communities, but also we need to be checking in with ourselves as public health researchers. It is absolutely necessary if we want to be able to sustain the exponential growth and not create harm in the process. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, you need to prepare, you need to use discernment, and you need to reflect. That can seem like a lot, especially if you are not used to implementing these steps in your community-engaged research or your public health research processes. But you don't have to figure this out alone. That's what we are doing in season three of the Public Health Joy podcast. We are going to get ready for this exponential growth together. We are going to hear from folks who are doing this work in the field, 
building relationships with communities, and we are going to share how we are growing, how we are striving for positive impact, and the actionable tools and strategies that are going to help you transform public health research into life-changing solutions. We are going to learn together how to revolutionize public health through research done with, for, and by our communities. We're going to have guests who have expansive public health knowledge and lived experience. They're going to be sharing their research stories with us as well as what brings them joy on the journey. So if you're interested in learning more about community-engaged approaches to public health research, whether you are a public health researcher, professional, leader, advocate, student, community member, season three is going to be the joyride you've been waiting for. And when the public health life brings us all those glorious lemons, baby, we gonna show enough be ready to make some lemonade, okay? I am so looking forward to continuing this journey with you, and I hope you ride with me. This is going to be our year of exponential growth. I am so grateful for this time we got to spend together. If you enjoyed this episode, I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For more information on transforming public health research into positive community impact, visit www.joywashington.com. This is where research meets relationship. And I'll see you next time on the Public Health Joy Podcast.